Aeon. And I'm the Lioness. And you're listening to Box Number 512 Podcast. Grown Black Trans Woman Talk. Changing your world one conversation at a time. The show begins now. If you would like to see this episode along with other exclusive content, make sure you become a patron by going to our box number 512 podcast Patreon page where you can become a patron for as little as $5 a month. The link to the page is in the show notes for this show. So make sure you go on over there if you would like to see the episode in addition to listening to it. All right, y'all. Back to the show. Apparently, LA Pride was this past weekend, 4th of July weekend. And and Star Anderson. That event happened with the weed. It was LA Pride. You're right. You're right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Star actress and model Amaya Scott shared heartbreaking news that she was assaulted and choked out in her hotel room, allegedly by a club promoter. Anthony, what's it? Brandon Anthony. We're going to say his name allegedly. Um, that she was assaulted and choked out on her hotel room allegedly by a club promoter this past July Fourth weekend during an LA Black Friday event. This man put his hands on me. He tried tried to have me removed from the club, then proceeded to bust into my hotel room and try to fight. I had to call 911, Amaya shared in a string of tweets. The trans rights activist took to Twitter Saturday, June 3rd, and responded to Grammy-nominated singer Chica after learning she, too, had a horrible encounter with the same club promoter the previous night. In a lengthy thread of tweets, Chica shared her experience hosting a Los Angeles club event on Friday, June the 2nd, in which she shares that the club didn't pay one play one song of mine. And keep in mind, Chica is a Grammy-nominated artist. She was and just they had her on the flyer. That's that's worth that's worth sharing. Right. Amaya later responded to Chica's response, <laughs> blasting the pride event, and the promoter noting that at first she wasn't going to say anything. Amaya later details in her tweets that she had never felt more disrespected her entire life. The club promoter Brandon Anthony has since been extremely vocal on Twitter both blasting Chica and denying the allegations that he assaulted Amaya. The LAD, the LAPD was reportedly called. However, okay, I gotta go to the article to read the, the full magazine. I'm gonna stop there. And that's courtesy of um, Gay Magazine um, on Instagram. And this article was written by Kay Keith. So shout out to Gay E Magazine. But this go this goes back this kind of feeds back into our episodes um from a couple of weeks ago just the the violence the violence within community with gay men on trans women and apparently um gay men on um black queer um black queer cis women and it is really it's I'm, it's really fucked up and unfortunate that Amaya had to go through this and it's even more fucked up that she felt that she couldn't speak about this because her being in the position that she's in, I'm pretty sure she doesn't want to be looked at as the difficult person to work with and 
chat all and all of this other stuff. So I'm really sad that our sister had to go through this and had to have this experience um, of violence at the hands of a man, particularly a black gay man who's supposed to be our protectors in the community. But the plot, okay, so the plot thickens. So LA Black Pride, because once this became, this became viral. So LA Black Pride released a statement saying, to our LA Black Pride community, friends and partners, we apologize for all instances of human error that caused us to miss an opportunity to celebrate a talented individual by not playing her music, along with any of the elements of the venue operations that made Chica feel less valued as a Black woman. It is never Los Angeles Black Pride's intentions. We want to guarantee the Los Angeles Black Pride mission will not be overshadowed by individual exchanges, and we will continue to make this a time of celebration. The project will be closed out as contracted on our side, nothing less. Our hope is that we can continue, we can all continue to, to celebrate being back, Black, beautiful, and queer together. And Chica responded to this, this is performative bullshit. Shout out to Black Pride. I was let me real fast. Shout out to Chica. I love that when a black woman is holding people accountable, and I love how many black people are getting behind her. Yes, shout out to her. Go ahead, sis. Yeah, this is um, performative bullshit. L.A. Black Pride still has me blocked, but issued an apology to save face to the public. Brandon Anthony has not apologized. This page just wants you to think they're talking accountability so you can forgive them and spend money on their events. And Chica then went on to start a petition at change.org called Fuck Brandon Right. And when I took the screenshot yesterday, it had 2,859 signatures out of 5,000 signed. So I'm pretty sure more signatures have been signed. And I also screenshotted um, some of his tweets. Um, he said, um, in response to some of Chica's tweets, he said, make sure your fat ass can breathe before you scream. I know how hard that can be. Now, let's get into the tr now let's get into the fat phobia, sis. I'm gonna need you to take it away in a minute, but go ahead, finish reading. But oh no, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I need you to take it away because uh, I can well we can first of all we can unpack um well I let you I let you 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 present the story and unpack. Yes, and so I was saying that the um, the 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 guy that would say something about the, her fat phobia. So it's, I mean, the guy that made the fat phobic comment. So what I find very interesting is is that this black woman was invited because she is a, a, a Grammy a Grammy nominated artist, and she was um, she was invited to this event. Her face was the face on the flyer. And I stress that because he did at the event. So, the, so for those of you who didn't catch that in the in the weeds of it, it at the event, this 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 woman is there, and it's supposed to be she was used to promote the event, and it's actually a promotional event also for herself. And they didn't play not one of her songs that evening. Now, also there that evening is was a popular singer named Kalani. And they were all, they were both there. Shout out to Kalani, who is, who is standing with Chica and Amaya and corroborating the deplorable behavior on behalf of this promoter and really being offended that the promoter even brought her name in it. Because in one of the promoter's responses, 
they apologized to her and she just was like, why would you even bring me in this? You didn't do anything to me, but I will tell the truth about how what I observed that you did to this 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 black woman and this other black woman and this um this just just this other black woman trans woman. And so she she's standing with them. And so shout out to Kalani. But um, what what I really find powerful about this is that that this man I thought. Now, mind you, he's representing a, a very, very large organization, or at least a very well-funded organization, and enough the way they can do, throw events in Los Angeles, so they got a little money. And he is taking this woman, using her likeness, and then not doing anything to really promote her. Now, that's for Chica. And Chica initially said she didn't initially want to say anything. And I can relate to that as a Black woman, not wanting to say anything because you don't want to be perceived as difficult. You don't want to be perceived as being needy. And you and you kind of don't want to fuck up the vibe. And I, But I love, though, that when called to action, that warrior woman read them the house down boots and she went on a campaign of truth and she showed the shady side of this Brandon Anthony person because she revealed the tweets where he was sending her, calling her fat, the tweets where he was saying, no one came to listen to you, but you used me on the flyer for promotion for the event. Now, mind you, the, the flyer has other big names, but the face on the flyer is this beautiful black, black chocolate black woman's face. But the idea that this gay man, as soon as he's confronted with his behavior, immediately turns on this black woman and then begins to start trying to tear her down using this heteronormative white supremacist idea of beauty that LA tends to have and begins to start calling her fat, begins to start talking about calling her black and aggressive and using all of these wet, these terms to define her over a series of tweets. Basically also saying that no one cares about you. You're not valuable. You're not important. You know, making the comment about, I know you have to take a deep breath or you scream or whatever. Like the idea that even her pain is trivialized to him. It's a joke because fat people can't have feelings because black fat women don't deserve to have to be seen as vulnerable. And I just find that deplorable. And I know sis, you might have some thoughts here. What are your thoughts on his on his sentiments and how that went? I just went to his Instagram page and his uh, he put up an apology. Let me, let me read it. Hello all, first let me, and I guess he had to put this up after Chica. And Chica is known for um, publicly dragging people and making shit a thing. So I'm gl I'm glad that she spoke out, and I guess when Amaya and Kalani came out, it gave. I'm about to get to Amaya next, girl. But go ahead. Hello, all. First, let me acknowledge I am not perfect. I am human, which means I am not above making a mistake. During LA Black Pride this past weekend, I used hurtful words words towards some members of our LGBTQ family, for which I am deeply sorry. My regrettable comments and one moment of anger do not reflect my. 10 year plus body of work advocating on behalf of us all, girl. While I recognize this apology is only the first step to bringing healing to those harmed by my words, I do not plan to stop here. I want my actions to speak louder than any statement ever could. As such, I am creating a safe space for conversation to begin around trauma. I don't hear resignation, mental, but go ahead. Yeah, trauma, mental health, and anger management in the Black gay community. 
I am in talks with mental health providers and LGBTQ leaders to partner in this effort to bring about community-wide healing. More details on those plans will be announced soon. Thank you for your unwavering support, Brandon, Anthony, and he, sh he shut off the comments. Bitch, this is bitch, this is not about we don't need the anger management, bitch. You do. You do, like they, this is not another opportunity for you to create a vent to absolve yourself for the bullshit that you did. We don't need anger management, sir. You do. This you know, I gotta love LA people. They are consistent. I love how he took he gave a very publicist, like he spent that into a, right. a story of growth and triumph. And I'm working and anger. It was a it was a great, great, but what I didn't hear was resignation. What I didn't hear was accountability. He didn't even name names to members of community. It's vague. What the hell are you talking about? If you're gonna give an apology, particularly if some specific people are asking for it, you should name them. And that's a that's a that's a not very good move on his part as a leader and as a, as someone that says they're the head of something. He's not taking accountability. Um, a second thing there, and then this is what we haven't talked about yet, is Amaya, Amaya Scott, our baby, the 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 woman of many many talents, the actress, the ballroom legend, Amaya Scott, um, King Amaya on Twitter. Um, she was assaulted by this man. And my sister, as my sister read earlier, this assault happened at her hotel room after he tried to have her removed, I guess, unsuccessfully from the club. And I think later he came Why are you putting your hands on her? And she said in one of her statements, if I remember correctly, um, that if, if, what if no one was there? So apparently I think some people were in her room. I suspect Glam were in, was in the room with her and um, when the guy barged in and started choking her around the neck. Now she was saying, thank God, um, you know, people were there, but what if there wasn't? And she said, um, people were asking if she's okay. And she said, I'm not, pray for me. So I do want to say right in this moment, Amaya, I'm going to take a moment and say, you know, because she is a woman of prayer, that creator, I ask that you put your hand on her, giving her peace in her heart, mind, and spirit. I ask that she get received justice. I ask that you lay it upon the hearts of people everywhere to get rally behind this woman in this moment. And I ask that you just continue to guide her in her journey, in her process, and to know that love is around and to keep her heart open in the midst of such harrowing experiences to the people like us and others who think that she's dope and we really want her to win in whatever creator you believe in's name amen yeah girl i'm so big into this apology only like, because she asked <laughs> you took you took you took no account of it like you're just like them damn republicans and all the arc like come on Come on, and th this one event shouldn't shouldn't erase your ten year. When you do the stupid shit, that's the risk that you take. So let's unpack that statement. You were him saying first of all, him bringing up his career as if that is a is a gimme that you weren't disrespectful to people behind the scenes. So it sounds like you're an aggressive person that needs to be taken off the streets, if you ask me, attacking people. But at minimum, you are someone that clearly in your 10 years have not learned self-control, nor good business acumen and business sense and, and emotional empathy for the people you in contract with. 
Like you're not somebody that does good business, period. So your 10 years of experience actually makes this even sadder because what it shows is that you have not grown because there's no way a man that has run a business for a decade would invite an artist, insult that artist by not playing their music and then proceed to continue to insult them and, 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 do, and, and begin to start attacking their physical person. That's not professional. He needs to be fired. So here's the reality. I'm confused unless he's the owner of said business, which needs to start being boycotted. I'm confused as to how this man is allowed to offend black women of all kinds and and still be able to call himself up in that position. Hopefully the uh, LA Pride will release a statement at some point. Did they, did they sever ties with his production company or whatever? Or his promotion about how him because there's a certain point you don't get to represent us any longer in community if that's not a safe place for non-white people, non or if that's not a safe for women, and 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 you can't say that you can have someone that is as has witnesses to him choking people, witnesses to him disrespecting people. He's now even admitted in his apology that he said things that were inappropriate. He should not be able to keep his job. And if he does, it says a lot about how you give a fuck about us. And when I say us, I mean brown folk. I mean, I mean black women. I mean trans people. It says a lot. And, and don't scream cancel culture, bitch. When you are in position... Not choking people. Yeah, where you have the privilege to make money, where you have the privilege of people financially supporting you and you do something to alienate your community that's contrary to you providing a quote-unquote safe space, guess the fuck what, bitch? I can take my money away. You're not entitled to my fucking money when you treat women like this. And that's weird, period. Shout out to, again... You know, this ally in Kalani being this woman that had a more, you know, clearly she got her playtime and they treated her fine. And that was, but I love that she even was able to confirm Chica's story. How often do women that, that, that sit in a place of privilege just remain silent? Just, and, and just, and just sit there and allow this woman to look like she's going through this on her own. I love that this woman is using that women are uniting now and we're seeing through the bullshit and we're seeing how even gay men can be patriarchal toxic oppressors. Even gay men can be can be dangerous to our physical health and well-being. And we paint the, the, the monster as the cis hat black man or the cis hat man out there that that just is lurking at us, waiting for pick us up on dating apps. But let's talk about the real domestic violence in community. Let's talk about the numerous videos online of gay men attacking trans women. Let's talk about the way on reality TV, gay men can go right at a trans woman and begin to start denigrating her for her whole existence. Let's talk about how the culture in LGBT life is really a lot of gay men critiquing women on their realness and how they look and how they should be and what a woman should look like. Let's talk about all of the toxic levels of how this goes if we're gonna talk about it. Because to be honest, I honestly think that part of the reason why it's just us and a few other people talking about this and a lot of the gay men are not even really talking about this. Now, they, they will share Amaya in a sickening bikini to the hills come home. But now that she's going through this, you don't see many of these icons and all of these legends and even people in her own house. You don't see these people going off about it. You know why? Because they low-key can relate to some of the toxic mentality that these people exude towards us. And so Brandon Anthony, allegedly you have done horrible things. And I pray that you- And allegedly fuck you, Brandon Anthony, allegedly. 
and I and I and I pray that you get all this because okay. karma gonna get that ass, baby. And I love that Amaya, you're using your platform. Activate your troops, bitch. Now is the time. If there ever was a time for you to use your fan base for good, you won't. Now you're not just doing it for you; you're doing it for others. And I love that I hope you that, are I hope choosing that. to use your power in this way. So thank you. I hope the nigga don't never make another penny promoting a part. Like y'all black a gay farthing girl, bitch, a shekel. Y'all black gay girls have got to have got to stop just supporting y'all money to people that don't give a fuck about y'all and that don't. It's just like the same situation oh, with y'all giving y'all money to these white bars that are fucking racist as fuck. Like y'all got like it has to be something more than just oh I want to go shake my ass at this. And I know there's a lot of um, events that cater to the black LGBTQ community, but come on y'all, like let's make smarter decisions with our dollars, bitch. At the end of the day, we can choose where we spend. And then back to what I was saying in my initial intro about um, the new Wall Street and how that felt good to buy black. Even buying black, you got to make sure you're buying black and safe and black and people that support you and you and, and, and that you perceive are safe places. And if you get nothing else from the topics we talked about tonight is we got to really be our own best friend <laughs> at the end of the day. Because these motherfuckers out here, they, they're going to try to do anything they can to make us uncomfortable so they can... Yeah, girl. And part of it is, is that control, too, right? Like, because they were saying how she was holding his hand. He was holding her hand into the club so that he could have that look of, like, I walked in with her. But then when she got in the club, he began to start being shady to her. And then eventually they had words and whatever happened, happened. But I, and then he ended up choking her at the hotel room. But I like how he wanted her to, he, they want the shine, but you better shut the fuck up. You better stay submissive. You better. Right, because, we're, because we're trophy, we're trophy wives. We're Barbie dolls. We're your, we're the trophy wives that you, we're, we're the trophy wives so you can still make up for your inferiority complex to the heteronormative complex. So you'll have a trans woman on your arm. Let's not even get into that. The gay men that use us. Cause when they wanna when they wanna have that hetero feel and they'll have a trans woman on their arm that they'll wine and dine and take care of for the night and that's wonderful and all but at the end of the day when when shit come down and they have an argument you immediately become a man to him and all of that grace that he was extending you was only because it was performative for him to look like he was that nigga and he could have a girl like you around him and we often give our light to niggas that don't deserve it. And uh, even gay ones. Even, no, that's the ones I'm talking about right now, because because those are the niggas that were, that know how to have access to our light. See, a lot of the other, the, the other guys, they'll drain our light in secret. They'll minimize our light. But these gay men, they'll encourage you to be as flashy and flamboyant as you want to be, as long as I can stand next to you. But the moment you have an opinion, a thought, an idea, or a critique. Or, or even want to defend yourself or advocate for yourself in any way. Oh, now you a man. It all left gone. You know, <laughs> you're no longer the diva, the Barbie doll, the everything, the, the girl that I posted all up all over my Twitter in pictures with. Now you a man immediately because they know that that's something that society agrees with them on. And that's when you can see these black gay men using their privilege to oppress us. And that is possible and it happens. And just because you have proximity to us don't mean you really understand our experience. And a lot of a lot of gay men will even take this experience right now and feel like they have a right to commentate on it. They have a right to speak on what how we should feel. And I just think, Amaya, I appreciate you. And I know that you're getting just as 
much love, feedback, negative feedback as love. And I appreciate that you're a woman that chose not to go silent while somebody physically assaulted you. And I hope you're able to press charges if possible. Mm -hmm. Girl, I have, bitch, I remember I had a, um, a gay boy try to get physical with me at a um, gay event. And I gagged him first. Like he, like he, like he ain't like choked me or nothing, but it was, it was a situation where he wanted me to like do some radio show with him. And I was just like, no, first of all, I don't see you, you're not. And I don't want to do the radio show. And I did some like black gay men event that I went to go support. And bitch, I was trying to get out of the event and he, he cornered me. And then he was like, oh, I've been trying to reach out to you and I've been trying to get in contact with you. And I was like, Miss Thing, I really don't want to, bitch, we, we have nothing to talk about. And you so already bitch, said no, and then he cornered you. Right. So okay. then, girl, as I'm leaving, he grabs my wrist like this. And, girl, and mind you, he's like short, he's smaller than me. But the fact that he just grabbed, like he grabbed my wrist like this as I was leaving, and we just, we just paused. Cause I just looked at him and I was just like, do you really want to do this? <laughs> Did he remove the pain? I'm not the, I'm not the one bitch. I'm the two. I'm the two. <laughs> so do you, do you really want to do this? And then once he caught, he was like, no, I didn't mean, no, you should. Now you're, now I, I, I don't told you no more than once. Now you're putting your hand on me. Yeah, you've tro you crossed the line now. Yeah, so, uh, and now he's some, like, relationship, like, he's resurfaced, he's some relationship therapist, and I didn't bring it, bring it up because I guess he thought I didn't remember him. Bitch, I remember exactly who the fuck you are, bitch. And I remember when you put me in that situation with all them other gay men where you tried to corner me and, make me, and I was going to have to beat your ass, but the fact is I shouldn't have to beat your ass to get you up off of me, I only had should have had to say no the first time when I rejected your ass on Facebook. But that just opened my mind that some of these gay men are have that same like abusive, like abuser quality, like cis hat men, and you just have to be careful with them. Girl. So I guess let's transition into our next story. So by now, everybody knows that the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned Bill's Cosby conviction on a technicality, and he was released from jail. And I don't know if they'll be able to try his case, so he might be free, but that nigga's 83 years old, so he's probably going to die very soon, hopefully. So, um, but that's not even the point. The thing that I want to fucking talk about is like, this Bill Cosby thing just reaffirmed why with a lot of cis black people, especially the men, why I have no desire to really put myself in like those cis head straight spaces or be around a whole bunch of like cis head black men that are on that level of thinking. Because the way that y'all like prop up rape culture and the little like rapey shit that y'all said and the way that y'all was celebrating this man getting out of prison, not because he was innocent or because he didn't admit to the shit that he was doing when he was slip, slipping um, quaaludes in women's drinks so he could um, date rape them. Y'all are, and 
that that y'all y'all are celebrating over a technicality and the way that y'all are just open openly um talking about how y'all feel about rape victims and they're lying it's just a really reaffirm for me why i can't hang around a lot of y'all and why I will continue to prioritize my safety, especially in um, Black success spaces. Because it's just, it's just really scary um, how y'all don't know shit about consent. And y'all are not trying to know because it's inconvenient to you when you got a hard on and you try to bust the nut. And the fact that y'all are having um, fucking club part, like Bill Cosby got... Um, Bill Cosby released celebration clubs at the bars and the hookah lounges. Like, y'all niggas make me sick. Like, I'm tired of y'all. Like, y'all are so fucking ignorant. I'm tired, Samaya. I'm tired. And I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. Like, to hear, like, some of the niggas that be trying to talk to me and just how they talk about women and how they talk about sex. It's just like, bitch, I would never want to have sex with y'all. Cause y'all give like rapey um energy and bitch fifty eight women bitch even if one of them was lying bitch I don't give a fuck bitch it's fifty eight women and it's countless other women that will never speak about what experience they may or may have not had with Bill Cosby because they see how all of y'all um go out of y'all way to protect this man who don't give a fuck about y'all. He don't care about poor black people or everyday black people. So my thoughts on this Bill Cosby situation really, really are also kind of rooted in a larger conversation, like you said, on rape culture. But they also, to me, kind of really talk about how people can't really see two things at once. So um, there's a, a, you know, the expression, you know, to, you know, I can be able to walk and you should be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. Well, so two things are possible. I, I, there are two things at play here. So Bill Cosby was offered a um, settlement, a statement, a settlement. Um, excuse me. He was offered a plea deal um, that if he, t- he was offered basically a deal that said if he testified under oath that whatever he shared, they would be given immunity if he testified in this civil trial. Andrea Constant. So Andrea Constant was awarded three point something million dollars from I think it was three point one million dollars um, in a settlement from Bill Cosby. But what he said in that um, that um, deposition deposition that's right. Thank you. What he said in that deposition was used against him in his court case. That was overturned by the Supreme Court in a split decision, but ultimately, Bill Cosby- You did it, nigga, you did it. You did it, and and but the, the reason why I'm bringing up the two, bringing this up is, there are a lot of black people that are celebrating because this exposed a system in which a lot of black people are told that they can snitch on people for testimony, that they can do this, and they're told one thing, and they didn't have the money and the resources like a Bill Cosby to take it to the Supreme Court. And they're still sitting in jail to this day for things that they told that they would be given immunity for. So it did expose a toxic part of the system. And a lot of black people are celebrating that. And I understand that. Here's the thing. But two things can exist at the same time. We can walk and chew gum. We can acknowledge that the system 
tried to play a fast one and and you and 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 that that prosecutor needs to be brought up on prosecutorial misconduct and some shit need to go down around him around him doing that and even offering a deal like that to somebody that you think might be a predator like that there's a there's a whole conversation around that right but but bill cosby is still a rapist and i wanted to lead all the way into that and just lay it out like that because both are true the system tried to catch a rapist and was faulty in how they tried it but he's still a rapist because he admitted in the deposition that he bought the drugs to give to young women for them to be uh, for him to be able to have sex with them he bought the sedatives to give to women that he called panty droppers to get to women so, so that he can have sex with them this is America's dad. I get it. I get that some people out there that bitch, I don't give a fuck about none of that America, shit, the TV person. Exactly. But there are some people that are so married to that idea that they refuse to critique the man, the predator, the serial predator. Because, and there are people that would say there were people like Janice Dickinson that said one thing and then changed, and that because you know she she did that and that cast out on everybody. Here's the reality: there are people. That are gonna that that are gonna try to abuse and take advantage of any situation for clout. And I don't want to speak to Janice Dickinson's situation. Shout out to her as a victim of whatever she experienced. That is not my attempt to really critique her. I'm saying that there is, is conversation around the validity of her story and her. She's changed certain parts of it. And there are people that are saying, well, a lot of those women were paid and this and then the third. The reality of that is, there are too many women with too many corroborating stories, and he admitted to the behaviors he admitted to specific behaviors that indicate that he is a predator. And we have to be able to, as black people, call out those sick pastors, call out those men in high places, call out those politicians, call, call out, out your people, uncle, your yeah. uncles, your granddaddies, the men in your family that are abusing us, that are taking advantage of us as women, that are trying to, that are abusing our children, that are being predators, that are using their maleness and the silence that they demand from those that they lord over. The, the, that's a, they, that they're using that silence to kill us. And we need to be very, very clear that we will no longer take it anymore and that we will stand with women. But what I, what I saw that was really sad, sis, how many women are really riding for him, i.e. the Felicia Rashad. Girl, do you want to talk about that? Girl, you can you, you I don't have a problem. Harvard's dean of their um of their school of of, of um arts and human fine arts or some shit. Fine arts, yeah. Fine I don't, arts, listen, yeah. listen. I don't have a problem with her having that opinion. Clearly she has a relationship with Bill Cosby <coughs> that we don't. That's fine. But since nobody um, forced you to volunteer that information on social media, you're going to just shut the fuck up, bitch. No, no, it was not. It did not need to be this public miscarriage of justice, girl. You could have celebrated with Bill Cosby um, privately. And the fact that you couldn't see beyond, you were so selfish that you couldn't see beyond yourself to see how this, how you um, tweeting support for him on Instagram or fucking Twitter when you are about to assume a position at a fucking college where rape is common and it's happenstance so much that it had to be legislated into the law that colleges 
had to do stuff to um, address the rape on campus if they wanted to get uh, continue to get federal funding. Like, come on, think, think. I'm not. I don't even care that you have the thought or where you want to support Bill Cosby. My thing is, you didn't have the the uh, the awareness to think about, hey, how could this be perceived if I if I say this, given that I'm about to take a position on a um a college campus, not just any college campus. Now the premier HBCU, because you also is that's the alma mater of our current vice president and uh, so many other folks. But you, it's a newly, also the position that she's been given is for a new school of fine arts. So you're the, the, the inaugural president of what will be a new college at, at this campus. And your responsibility at low key is to be the face of this help with funding and, and, and being in places where you're having to advocate for the school and in this position where you're going to and have- protect, And protect the well-being of the students. I was just gonna say, you are going to be the last line of defense, bitch, for all of the women on this campus that are gonna require, that are a part of your school, that are gonna want you to believe them and to advocate for their justice if in the event something could come to your desk. And the idea that you are, you even would align yourself so early with, it makes such a blanket. And so what I do believe is that everything is strategic. So she, she could have clarified in her first email that she was only talking about the miscarriage of justice regarding his, um, it, she could have clarified, she could have even said, finally, a miscarriage of justice has been righted. Um, this prosecutor, has been this prosecutor behaved improperly. Girl, it, it, it no, 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 no. But I'll give her that if even if she wanted to say that, it would make what she's trying to say now make more sense. I'm but not. The I'm not giving her sense. You should have just shut the fuck up, bitch. You should have just because the I even I get what you're saying and that is true. But the optic when you say now when you say Bill Cosby's name, bitch, you instantly think rapist, bitch. You like there's no way you can divorce. That is now the public. Even with him having this groundswell of support, his, his image is tarnished. So why even put yourself in that situation? You well, could have my right. thought there is, but let me tell you this too. My also my thought there is, she did it. It was strategic how she did it. She was trying to show support for him because I believe she doesn't understand how academia works, and she and it also demonstrates. Maybe that she's her capacity for this position needs to be evaluated, and if nothing else, she needs more training on how to how to be a motherfucking public representative for an institution that has. Oh, policy, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's anti-rape policy, bitch. I'm pretty sure she's well aware of that now, because Mama put out an apology saying yeah. after the fact because somebody must have told. And like, I'm not saying I want her to get fired. Like, she's a great actress. Or, but, bitch, I'm not just going to be silent about it and I say nothing about it. And, and, and I'm going to chalk it up, too, because I don't want a Black woman to be canceled. So that's why I'm no. saying I'm going to chalk it up to you. She didn't. She wasn't aware that as a there's a difference between Felicia Rashad, the public figure. That person now has to be put away for a while now that Great. you're Felicia Rashad, dean of a school. 
You cannot be both. You cannot be the public figure that can say whatever the fuck she wants because it's about promoting her brand. It's not even about your personal brand anymore. You're distracting from what is supposed to be a wonderful thing for her. A safe, a safe school environment. And a wonderful Howard University to really be able to showcase, you know, black talent. The black there's a lot of black talent that now that school now is gonna have you and this little Cosby thing is gonna have a little stain now right. on this on this or on this new school and these new people that are coming through that school. So just shut the hell up, get your training. Or we're gonna forgive you, you because you're we're gonna forgive you. We, you you was a rider in a weird twisted way, and and, and 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 a lot of black people support Cosby, so you're gonna be fine too. But I want you to remember that you got to be careful as a black woman. If you gonna, if you can't get all the privileges and all the Stella Awards and all the Lifetime BET Awards and all of this shit, you can't get all of those things and not and, 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 and sit as this leader in our community and not realize that you have to advocate for women, period. Yeah, and, let, let Judge Joe Brown and Ice Cube and all, or whoever's, all the men that's capable of Bill Cosby, let yeah. them do yeah, you can't be the, we don't want you to be the gatekeeper. We don't need you to be that. Gatekeep your school and keep the perverts from hurting the girls in your school. That's what you do. You don't gatekeep what somebody else, I mean, just stay off the internet. At that, Ultimately, stay off the internet because you're not coming off very sympathetic right now. Yeah. And you a grown woman and I respect you and I and, I, and as a part of me that out of my respect for you as a woman, I want to be clear that there is no disrespect intended. If you know, and I want to, I want that to be on the record. I, I do, I, I do respect. Even in my, even in my, my elders are wrong. I will no check. disrespect. Like, yeah. please believe it's no. I respect your career. I respect you as an actress. I loved you on David Makes Me. Like, I respect you as as an actress. But since I love everything line. about you. I, I, I love everything about you other than your affiliation with this man. Yeah. Yeah, but you was you was out of line, and you had to know, girl, it was going to be a bit like you. At, even at your age, girl, you had to know. You're not new to this. Forty plus years in showbiz, you right. know this was going to be some bullshit. Right. So transitioning to our last story for the, tonight, we wanted we wanted to just talk about the whole debacle with Wendy Williams and Tabitha Brown. So Tabitha Brown, um, she's this black woman, she's a vegan and she's a viral um, internet sensation. And she's been, she's her star has risen and she's been getting a lot of opportunities because of her personality. I hope she gets like a cooking show, a vegan cooking show. That would be interesting to see a black woman in that space. Um, I just recently learned of Tabitha Brown and who she was, but um, she's in a marriage and she's been married to her husband for like 23 years and he's this really fine black man and she recently announced that um, she's so successful now that she's in a position where she's able to retire her husband after because, 15 years yeah who's been a um, LA um, police officer for the past 15 years and her husband has some type of program that he runs that mentors like um, young black youth in LA and now that he's not working, he'll be able to pour himself into that full time and really um, get that off the ground to the point where he's able to make it into a business. And she announced this on social media. Well, Wendy Williams made this a topic on her hot topics. And basically, when when she went through the story, she gave the very much, well, girl, 
you should, that's not a good idea. You should learn from me because I had a man that didn't work and he did this to me and you just got to be careful. Just spend your money. He's going to have bad business investments. He's going to blame you, your marriages. And then she predicted that their marriage will fail within the next few months. Right. So, and she did it in her sarcastic, windy way. So this prompted Tabitha, Tabitha Brown to uh, make a video uh, where she basically said that she is praying for Wendy that she finds that she's fortunate to find a love like the love that she has in her marriage where she where she loves her partner so much that she's able to um, she's able he sacrificed for her so now she's at a point where she's reaped the benefit of the sacrifice and she's able to relieve the burden for him for bearing the burden for her so long so she could follow her dreams and she can tell that um, she doesn't know Wendy, but she can tell that she's a woman that's been hurt and that she hopes she gets to a point where she can experience that type of love. And a lot of people had a lot of different reactions to the videos. Some people said that Tabitha's reaction was like steeped in like a nice nastiness or that um, Tabitha was um, kind of promoting misogyny or that you need to have a man to be happy. I saw this video by King of Greaves. I didn't necessarily. I don't. I didn't necessarily agree with that perspective. I did find the Tabitha's clap back entertaining because it, like, it was shady. But like, like, um, Dorian Corey said from in Paris is Burning, the best shade is the truth. To me, from my perspective, Tabitha she gave an honest, truthful assessment of Wendy. Wendy was doing a lot of projection. And Wendy's situation, from my perspective, is not Tabitha Brown and her husband's situation. From what we know, her husband is not having an affair. Her husband actually had his own career separate from Tabitha's career. And he actually helped to put her on. And it's not the same situation as Wendy and Kevin, where this man is literally, literally making his living off of your come up and off of your thing. And now is financing this whole other woman on the side and I just and people are saying that Tabitha made has made this career off being nice so her trying to be shady it it just doesn't suit her as if people are not are not allowed to um respond to when people are trying them like like what like what did you like what did you want the response to be did you want her to oh no bitch I'm going to read you with the truth and we all know Wendy is sensitive and we know Wendy cries and I know Wendy felt some type of way, but I don't think that she was projecting that um, all women need to be married to feel happiness. She was telling us about the dynamics of her relationship and why she's um, blessed to be in this position now where that, where she can kind of bring this balance back to her relationship so her man can follow his dreams because she was able to follow her dreams and now she's at where she's at. But I personally didn't get the idea that she was um, shading Wendy because she doesn't have a man. And she, no, Wendy, Wendy is her. She's her and it's emanating and she's project and you can feel it and you can see it on the TV. You can see it on how she responded to the situation that don't got nothing to do with her. Bitch, worry about why your marriage failed. Worry about why it took you so long to get out of that marriage when you probably knew that man was cheating with that damn woman for probably over a fucking decade before he even had, she even had the baby. Sis, you as the married woman on the line, 
I'm pretty sure you're going to have a deep, enlightening perspective. So come on. I want to say, shout out to Tabitha Brown. So as a South Carolina AME Baptocostal woman, I've I've been I've had a range of experiences in the in and and someone that now identifies as spiritual and does not believe in organized religion at this time. I believe that there's you know we're not getting into that, but anyway, as someone that has that experience, I have been around women like Tabitha, and I just appreciate. I have a deep and a deep and honored appreciation for a good old Southern holiness read. And so what she did, um, so to, to, for those of you who are in the know, there's a way that a Southern woman can get you with the bless your heart and I'm gonna pray for you. And the, you know, and, and, and as a South Carolina woman, I, I, I heard all that extra drivel of sugar cane shade that she put on it. And I loved every moment. She said, uh, she said something along the lines of, and I pray you can find a partner that's going to believe in you, that will stand with you, that you won't have to support, that you will. It was one of those like, and I pray that God will give you, will heal you from the broken. It was one of them kind of prayers. <laughs> and I just was so tickled because that's very much how I operate. And I love that she still, to me, she addressed it because that woman said very nasty things about her husband. Now, Wendy Williams, I am a huge fan. I am a huge fan. I, am a, I watch every episode every day. I'm a huge fan. The after show, Norman. Lately, though, she's been on one. And I'm going to get into that in a minute. And because there's a little tea on why she's so shady, I believe. But to what she did with Tabitha Brown, I honestly feel like Tab really handled it in a way that only a, only a grown woman can. And the read was received and it went viral on the internet. And I was going to post something nasty because um, I actually got into it with someone over the Cosby situation. And I and it got kind of, and I was just irritated and I was going to roast his ass. And I, I was typed this post. And then I, in the middle of typing it, I said, I'm going to do a Tabitha. And so I screenshotted the shady ass shit I was about to say. And then I posted up um, what, I, what I would say if I was Tabitha in prayer form. And so many of my friends hit me up and they were like, that is so hilarious because it was equally as shady, but I found a way to say it in a, I just pray that you find the, the I said something along the lines of, I pray you find the cleanser strong enough to cleanse the gingivitis that's plaguing your soul and teeth. You know, and because then I think in my first post, I was saying something about the person's mouth. But anyway, it was funny in the moment you had to be there or if you follow me and you can write and look at the post. But it was just funny because I, I I could relate to the way she read. Now, Wendy Williams, I understand why you feel the way you feel, honey. Because it would gag me too if I'm paying alimony to a man and he will go through the trouble of spending a large chunk of your money to have a wedding with the woman that he left you with. But it, it not a real legal wedding because he would never get rid of the alimony because he needed you to pay for it. So he throws a wedding, invites your child and your friends and everybody, to, former friends and stuff, everybody to a wedding for him and his new baby and his, and his new family. And they actually have a wedding that gets covered on the media. And you get that trickling back to you that this motherfucker spending your monthly check, you got to send him an alimony for him to take care of this family. And 
for you him to throw a wedding and rub that in your face and ban and actually actually include your child allegedly. So I can see why Wendy was feeling a little projecty this week because I've been watching every episode and her attitude has recently been very nasty. She's been snapping at Norman. She snapped at um, Suzanne a couple of days ago and Suzanne didn't come back today. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody was, because she had snapped real bad on Suzanne. She snapped on, on, on the DJ Sus one. I don't hate his name. DJ Sus one. I just Sus, it's Sus, it's Sus. sus. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I, I don't like that. I, I mean, I just, he seems like a very nice man. I just don't like his DJ now. But anyway, um, Wendy, though, she supposedly um, got a lot going on right now. And you can see her energy is not as warm and, and welcoming to her staff as it should be. She's been kind of snapping. I'm not doing the stories or I'm not doing this. You know, she was, I mean, she's been getting on her own air talent that she keeps on her panel. Like she's been really in her field box. So I hope that she. Well, girl, she better work through it. She complained about the tea. She was like, y'all, it's too hot today. Like I got she kind of on the air. I was just like, I'll get you on one. But she's in a vulnerable place. And so Tab, I thank you, thankfully, that you did it in a nice way because you could have really came to harass because she came directly for your family and, and predicted death on your marriage. So you really could have got, but you did it in a great way. And Wendy, I'm praying for you, girl. It's a lot going on. I can only imagine the pain of having somebody spend your money and embarrass you constantly, girl. I'm sorry. That's terrible, and that's not her fault. And I'm not saying that with no shade in my heart. That is fucked the fuck up. And Kevin Hunter, you gonna get yours, baby. Kevin Carmel is gonna gag you. Low key, supposedly, also he's supposed to be um, allowing. He's supposed to be encouraging his baby mama to try to get on Love and Hip Hop Miami. I I I hope they don't take the bait. They're, Love and Hip Hop Miami is ghetto enough that they might. They're going to embarrass the fuck out of them, bitch. Girl, I hope. If you get on, do you think it's going to be anything positive for her? She's going to be all types of home records in addition to getting drinks thrown in her face. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's used to so he kind of has like that pimp mentality where he got to have his bitch on on like that's what that's how he makes his money. So you know he done paid for her to get a little BBL, and you know she you know she she she's now got her own little cooking business. But the kids were reading her, and I, I I didn't like how they were doing it, but it was funny. They were reading her because she has these nails, and she makes these vegan dishes, and she's always stirring over a hot soup with these really long claws. And so people were like, girl, you know it's shit in them nails. And they were, you know, like, they were just reading her online. Like, <laughs> I was, you're trying to, because she's trying to become like a chef. Like, she's trying to pitch a pilot show of her cooking vegan food. And in the in the show, Mama, your 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 brand, your credibility is tarnished, bitch. Don't nobody want to see you cooking vegan. Now that's where Wendy got her. Not saying that Wendy can come in and stop the show from being made, but girl, you are, now you are always going to be known as the mistress in the side piece. Well, and you can't re- you can't rebrand that. Be the queen of all media, because now that Oprah has sold large and stake in her show. And now that she only does those occasional interviews, Wendy is holding the TV down for Black women right now on a solo show. And I don't think that she realizes the power that Wendy has behind the scenes to kid shut her the fuck down. Right, and, girl, you're and not, not, you know, to- not even on purpose. It's so many people that respect, respect Wendy and so many people that see how horrible he was. It's not like he was a good person. 
she talked about how he ruined a lot of her relationships. He was a horrible person. So, girl, he's not, he don't even have bridges for you to, they walked his ass out the building. Like, I don't understand how she thinks she's going to be able to market anything with him. Right, girl, you're not, you're not going to be able to control the narrative, girl. You're just not. You're just not. Or if you do, by the grace of God, get on, like, a VTV girl, you're going to be the laughing stock joke of the show, girl. Nobody is interested in your life. Like, it's just, like, you're going to be in the the joke, um, baby mother side piece lane, girl. And low-key, you kind of created, this is the bed you, you made, girl. So now you got a lot. year affair, and, with your 10-year affair, and now your baby with a man that's divorced, but he will never marry you. And that's what everybody was saying. The idea that they spent money and the dress was real expensive and it was a big expensive event. Like apparently she did a whole big ass wedding that was just a commitment ceremony because he can't marry. She can't he can't he can't get married again or he'll lose his alimony. Uh, girl, this girl, why? Why are we choosing these sorry ass men? Like why? Like it don't it don't have to be like this. Well, we everything that we say is alleged because I'm Wendy is listening, probably. I hope so. Everything that we say is alleged. Shout out to you, Wendy. But yeah, Tabitha got that ass. And, you know, but that doesn't change that I live for you and that you kind of going through something right now. And that you should be a little nicer to Norman and them, particularly Norman. Norman carries you sometimes, sis. Don't do that. Be nice to him. That, that young man is, and he lives for you. You can see he's rooting for you. I know you have had a lot of people around you that ain't rooting for you, Wendy. You can tell that Norman is rooting for you because he he really knows how to study you and he knows when to jump in and to bolster you and you need to embrace that. Don't be shutting him down and being rude like that. And if you don't want to do a topic, don't do the motherfucking topic, bitch, but you shouldn't communicate on TV that energy of like you're irritated. Sis, this is your show. We get it. But you got to be humble if you want us to buy it for you as that it was just all Kevin that was the problem. Because there were problems with the culture at your show. And since you left, since Kevin has left, people have said it's better, which is great. But don't fuck that energy up, letting him bring that negativity back into your space. You got to pay the alimony anyway, angry or not. Continue to go to the thing. And it's not like you don't got the fucking money, bitch. And you know, there's rumors online that her son is calling Sharina mom. And because apparently he's been around her for 12 years, you know. And, you know, like, he knew about her, too. And there's rumors that allegedly he's supposedly calling her mom. And those things can't be substantiated, per se, but he hadn't denied it, and, you know, when speaking on it. And so it's just interesting. It's just a lot of levels to this, because I don't know what his relationship would be like as the son, and you've been around this woman. Everybody knew about it, but knew about her, allegedly, so... I don't know. It's just interesting. There's a lot of levels to this, but I know that that affects Wendy, you know, for your, for her to write. We saw her documentary. We saw how affected she was and, and is to this day because you don't get over shit like that very quickly. He embarrassed, not just that, but the embarrassment of it all. But I had to go to rehab to get a safe place to, to plan my escape team. Like, it was a lot. If y'all didn't watch her documentary, you should, but Wendy, we love you, but you got to work on your energy. Tabitha read the fuck out of you, and everybody won't be so nice. So let's get it together, sis. We're rooting for you, Auntie, TD Wendy, you know, all these things I call you online because I live for you, but I want you to do the right thing. And, and when you wrong, you wrong, and I roast you just like you roast anybody else, girl. You have hot topics, 
and you were wrong that day. You picked the fight that you couldn't win, and she passed the check on that ass, bitch. So, sis, take us on up out of here. Listen, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. This was a very long episode, but we wanted to give you good quality content. Shout out to our patrons on Patreon. If you are still watching us at this point, honey, get into it. We live for you. We thank you, Titty Shake, for you, because this has been a wonderful experience going so far, and we just ask that you continue to support us on our Patreon. Shout out to all of our patrons that we listed this month. And for those that are commenting, we are so excited for your feedback. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Shout out to our also our supporters on YouTube and those on Spotify and all of our other platforms as well. We thank you for all of your love and support. This has been another episode of Vox Number 512 Podcast, Grown Black Trans Woman Talk, and I am one of your co-hosts, The Lioness. And I am Aeon. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fox Number 5's podcast, Grown Black Trans Women Talk. And don't forget to become a patron on the Fox Number 512 Patreon page, where we have all new exclusive content. And also, don't forget to follow us on our social media, on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook pages. And also, become a subscriber on our YouTube page. Until next time, bye. Bye.